Hi. It's Adele. And Zoe. And Welcome. Hang, hang on, hang on. It's not fair. You're getting all the good words. Let's, let's switch this around. Okay, all right. Whatever. Hi. Everybody. It's Adele. And Zoe. And this is Friends from, from A, A to Z. Z. Joey, Phoebe, Chandler, Monica, Ross, Rachel, to us that are phenomena, here is our confession, friends and obsession, that never passed, so we made a podcast. I'm Adele. I'm Zoe. And this is Friends from A to Z. Hi everyone, and thanks so much for listening to our podcast, Friends from A to Z. Zoe, it's pretty clear so far that we love Friends. We do. And we've made a podcast. We have. But what else can people expect? Well, we hope you are going to enjoy hearing us chat about each episode. We're going to dig into the detail. We're going to relive some of our funniest moments Mm -hmm. and throw in some trivia along the way. So one episode per podcast, starting with the pilot and all the way through to the very last one. Got it. And why are we doing this now? Because we have been such big fans for almost 25 years. We have. Uh, But it's interesting to watch something we know so well through new eyes. Uh, So we're going to pick out the things that strike us as unusual, some inappropriate things now, or some things that are just plain weird in 2018. Sounds good to me. And we really hope that you guys who are listening will join us for each episode. So please hit subscribe wherever you choose to listen. And you can join in on Twitter. So tweet us at friends from A to Z. And we'd really love to hear what you think. Shall we get started? Let's. So the one with the monkey is what we're going to be talking about today. And to refresh us of what this episode is all about... Adele will <laughs> perform <her laughs> like a performing present. monkey. <laughs> yes, <laughs> epidemic, which is the episode in the form of a limerick. Correct, and here it is: giving New Year's with no dates a try. The plans go a little awry. Marcel's cold. Paolo's late. Janice again learns her fate, and Phoebe loses her scientist guy. Oh. <laughs> It's um uh you really have captured the whole episode there as well with the plans go awry. You know, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying yeah. to make the plans and they all go awry. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. And it ends on a, a sad, sad note with the the Yeah, we might talk a lot about the scientist guy. Were you happy with the the rhyming in that one? Uh, I, I, the rhyming's not too bad because I've got try awry and guy and late and fate. Yeah. It's the scanning. It's the emphasis. But I liked the middle emphasis because it was a bit different when he said, uh, read me the middle two again. Marcel's cold, Paolo's late. That's it, yeah. Ba 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 ba. Yeah, but then it goes Janice again, learns her face. No, I like the scanning. I like it. I tell you what, I've noticed nearly all the character names in this program are very difficult to get into limericks. (laughs) The the hard and soft syllables are in all the wrong places. Anyway, shall we talk about a monkey? We know Monica and Hanukkah rhymes from a song that happens a lot later but and yeah Jerry it's and very, yeah yeah that's that's about it um yeah let's talk about the one with the monkey let's do it so the epidemic has reminded us what is in the episode uh in a very uh poetic way uh and so now just to refresh us a little bit more the imdb recap the gang make and break a pact not to bring dates to their new year's eve party Phoebe starts dating a scientist. 
Ross compensates for his loneliness by getting a monkey. <laughs> Netflix. Yep. The gang makes and then breaks a pact to celebrate New Year's Eve without dates. Lonely Ross gets a roommate, a monkey named Marcel. Yeah. But it's the same thing as has happened in the last two. Yeah. They have, they're ripping off on IMDb. It's just the same, it's just the exact same one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, Although we did, we really did say for the first like six or so, we said that the Netflix one was terrible. So they are at least now using a better structure with the IMDb. I mean, yeah, we shouldn't complain because some of them have been shamefully bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just sort of misunderstanding the episode. Okay, great. So this is, this is the, that's what it's all about. So it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. Uh, we are halfway through the season. This is episode. No, we're not. Not quite. Episode this is episode 10, 10, isn't, 10 it? isn't it? So yeah. it's quite a. It's 24. It's quite Nearly halfway through. one. Yeah. The scores from. The scores on the doors. Yeah. IMDb. This is a low ranking episode. I think no. it might be the lowest. No way. Yeah, that we've had so far. It scores 8.1, okay. which places it. 22nd out of 24. Whoa, Ooh, that is low. pretty bad. Yeah. And my comparison to that in how I scored it, I it ends up in the sort of middle of the table for me, number 14. Oh. I have 24. Mine's what? definitely higher. Higher than the middle. Yeah, higher Ooh. than the middle. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like this one. Oh, good. Yeah. Oh, well, um, look forward to seeing <laughs> let's what work you out why. actually like about um, it. Um, yeah, I like... Well, do you know one thing that i do really like uh which probably brings its life for me is i love david oh i love david the scientist guy and i love him and phoebe so i think that's what's really elevating this uh for me i also quite like that you know this is about a new year's eve party i like the episodes that have quite early on like here's a plan we're structuring yeah. we're working towards a goal yeah and we're all going towards the uh the new year's eve mm. party there and then the party actually happens and it's one of many is it the first party they've had? Like, they have a lot of parties in Monica's uh, apartment. They do. They're, they're always quite curious, their parties. <laughs> curious is a good word. There's hardly any booze. They yeah. often seem to finish at, like, 7pm in the evening. <laughs> so it's really, really well, odd. this one didn't because you heard the bell, the ball drop. That's true. Yeah. So it was actually midnight. <laughs> so should we talk a bit about the scientist guy? And yeah. And it's, I think... It's difficult, isn't it, when you are at this end of having watched Friends so many times and obviously what we know is that David reoccurs mm-hmm. uh, over a number of occasions back with Phoebe again. It's impossible to remember for sure, but I feel like I did connect with David's character yeah. as much now as I feel like I do knowing that he plays a very special pl- has a very yeah. special place in Phoebe's yeah. heart. Yeah. But I feel the way they did this... I don't quite know why. I don't know if it's played fabulously, of course, by Hank Azaria mm-hmm. from Simpsons. I don't know if it's partly him and his wonderful kind of shy, stuttery, unassuming... I love his mannerisms. He's absolutely brilliant. He's also basically a good-looking guy in glasses as well, isn't he? It's like, he's, I think he's actually quite a good-looking guy. Have you ever seen him with his shirt off? Why would I? <laughs> have done that where would i have you don't seen have that? posters on your bedroom wall about this um <laughs> why why do you say that i encourage you and you dear listener to go and google such a thing do you he is built like is a uh, I google it right now. 
if you want, yeah. Uh, he is, he's extremely uh, ripped and has this most incredible body under there. That Does always, he? And you can actually see, he's quite big under that t-shirt. You can see that even though he's geeking it up, he's actually, um, he's a pretty uh, hench, is the word I think I'm looking for. Ripped and hench. Do you see? <laughs> Just Googled it. Got it. Got it. Look at him. I do. Listener, I do encourage you. <laughs> Look at the pecs. Not, I don't want to objectify pecs Hank Azaria. Yeah. But I would say, yeah, give, give that a little There you go. So, it's, it is, so I think it's even more that he's playing this like cute little scientist because mm. I think he's a bit of a beast he's in actually, real life. Yeah, yeah he knows yeah, what's yeah. going on. Do you like these two? Oh, oh so you're saying yeah. he holds a special place. In Phoebe's heart. Yeah. And I think, but what I couldn't figure out is whether I just think that watching this episode because I know it happens later or whether I but I seem to remember even watching this for the first time I was so sad when it didn't I work know. out and it the oh well should we get to that point then yeah so we'll, so, yeah. so um she's Phoebe is singing in Central Perk yeah. uh it's Christmas so she's got one song about a snowman and 12 about her mother's suicide and Chandler says I'd maybe open with the snowman <laughs> feels like a good one doesn't it um uh, great rhyming with uh, 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 smile so bewitching how was I supposed to know my mum was dead in the kitchen I mean it's not funny really is it but it's kind of we'll uh, laugh for the purposes yeah. of this um, and uh, so two guys are making a racket uh, and the uh, guys are one of them is Hank Azaro is David and his science friend Max and she's like what are you doing why are you making so much noise and he says because you're just the most beautiful woman I've ever seen and this just starts this uh, relationship yeah. Yeah, uh, and so they're having a wonderful time and he's shy and cute and there's this really nice moment where he's showing her some on the whiteboard he's showing her some like I don't know what do you call them chemical equations formula formula formulae <laughs> what do you call it and then them their letters with uh, numbers in them with science stuff and uh, and she says okay I have a question and you think oh it's about some equations like, are you ever going to kiss me and he's like the answer to that is Yes. And he writes it on the board and underlines it. Sounding shockingly like the scientist he plays in The Simpsons. Oh, he has the exact same. Oh, of course. Yeah, yeah, exact yeah, yeah. Same He delivery. does a lot of voices in The Simpsons, yeah. isn't he? Like Mo and... Yeah, but he's sort of... Yeah. he talk, I, I think David the Science Guy talks oh, quite a lot like yeah, the scientist. Yeah, with the big goggle glasses. And so we'll, I'll go in there straight away to say, although it was a relatively close call, Phoebe is my favourite friend, my best friend from this episode. Me too. Oh, that's nice. And exactly what you're getting to there is one of the big reasons why. I really like how... I mean, she's such a good person, Phoebe. There's so many good qualities about her, ethically, morally. She's very loyal. She's quite transparent. She's not yeah. two-faced. You know, she's a very, very good person. Transparent as in... Uh, uh, oh, I would, but I don't want to. <laughs> yes. And she's very, very patient and kind with David here, who is a bit out of his depth with yeah. this woman who, for him, he thinks is really out of his yeah. league. And it's lovely, that bit where he's like, I'm not a kind of... He, she, he says, you know, what I think I should do is, because we've now built this up, I feel like it has to be an amazing kiss. I need to kind of sweep this table clear and, yeah. and throw you on it. And he's like, but I'm not really a sweeping kind of fella. And no. she's like, yes, you are. She oh, kind of encourages him yeah. to do it. So, yeah, there are lots of reasons why Phoebe is my best friend in this episode. And one of them is how she coaxes David. She gets him to see, or she should she kind of shows him that he is this sort of kind of guy that he would like to be around her. She brings that out of him. 
she also is a little less floopy in this episode. Very true. She's not. She's not so. Uh, she does some. She does some kind of a uh, few weird. You know, weird things like noisy boys. Like she does some kind of yeah. slightly weird things, but she doesn't. Um, she doesn't do anything too like proper crazy. No. And. So that's a really nice side of her, that she is a very yeah. enabling, positive, mm. life-affirming uh, person. I like it in Central Perk when he, he tries to explain, but he's mumbling. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, can you speak louder, yeah, please? Yeah, yeah, Really close <laughs> to the microphone. Yeah, she's, she's brilliant. And as we've said before, sometimes I feel like Phoebe doesn't do Lisa Kudrow justice because yeah. she can be a bit, like, mm. annoyingly surrealist or silly. And here you see a, a very tender side of her, a yeah. sensitive side. Very, very Saying nice. that, mm. one dislike I have about it mm. is, uh, so you say she's very loyal and she makes this big show later on in the seasons about how you should always put your friends before yep. relationships and the no date pact that is made <laughs> for New Year's Eve, she is the first one to break it. Yeah, that's very true. However, it's not the last time either she'll break a pact for yeah. David oh of course yeah. so it sort of sets up as well doesn't it that he's something really special he's a rule breaker she for her she wouldn't do that yeah, yeah for yeah. us and, I, and it's funny because watching this I remember every time David was it so he, obviously he he pops back a couple of times doesn't he and one of the very notable ones is the one I'm referring to where mm-hmm. she's meant to have dinner with Joey and she lies yeah. to go out with David yeah. and it's so sad when they say goodbye in that episode. He goes off back to Miss Mink, Minsk. Minsk, mm-hmm. I can't speak. Back to Minsk. And they have this kiss and she sort of waves him goodbye off to get in his taxi to the flight. And I remember even then, you just, you just, you ship them bad. You oh, know, you're like, this want... is good language by you. Where'd you learn that? <laughs> from some kids. Oh. <laughs> well, from you, actually. <laughs> you want him, you want them to get together. Yeah. But they do. I think the Friends writers do something quite cruel. They have to do it because ultimately, in the end, you have to root for Mike. But when when David turns up in Barbados, yeah. he's just a bit of a dick. He's, they make him much more laughable. He's silly. Russia's and, hardened him. Yeah, yeah. And I, and that is something I would say. Obviously, we're projecting way into the future. But it's a shame because. In this episode and the others, just the little where he punctuates these. You know, he's back every now and again. He's lovely, and you just wish things could work out differently. Do you feel the connection for them? And then they treat him, I think, really badly in the... Yeah, I I totally agree. I totally agree, Mm. because he's so sweet and lovely in this. And um, you really do root for them, and... uh, One thing you don't root for... So he sweeps the stuff off of... Yeah. And then he's like, oh, my, my laptop, that's expensive. Yeah. And then my like, oh, this was a gift. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, sweep and he kind of grabs her. And then the kiss is terrible. Oh, I know, but... But it's just kind of jars of being so, like, awkward. Do you think it's because... Uh, I think this is Lisa Kudrow. This would be her first on-screen kiss She's married, friends. right, at this point? Mm, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Oh, maybe you're going somewhere different to what I think you're going. Go on. No, I just thought, like, maybe that she's just a bit awkward because it's her first on-screen kiss yeah possibly and maybe she's just not really um wanting to you know yeah i don't know but she i think out of all the characters i think i saw some kind of uh survey type someone's added it all up and she by far has the most on-screen kisses with the most different amount of people does she yeah yeah because you think about it she goes on a lot of dates oh she does because she's single for nearly the whole thing yeah exactly so she goes on a lot of dates so i just thought that's something interesting that maybe she gets a little bit more into it so she breaks the no date pact that they've all agreed because they're all feeling a bit down about new year's eve coming up and not being with anyone and 
she's the first. She kind of opens the floodgates. And then they all decide, apart from Ross, who's just with his money, yeah. to bring dates. So should we talk a bit about the dates or should we talk about the monkey? I have one thing to say about the monkey, really. I don't like him. Me neither. And Why did they do it? It's uh, really gimmicky. Yeah. It's not... Funny. Funny. Didn't David Schwimmer absolutely hate it? Yes. Didn't they all hate it? Because fact? the thing is, every take they'd have to do like 10 because yeah. the monkey would always be Why misbehaving. Um, somebody would have thought, hey, this is a good idea. Let's stick a monkey. You know, comedy add something new and fresh to it. Uh, and whilst I was very positive about this episode saying, because I love the, he said Lisa and David thing. I love the Phoebe and David thing. Oh yeah. Actually, the monkey does rein it back in. And maybe that's why it's not got such a high score. Maybe actually people don't like Marcel that much. possibly. Also, the animal theme continues. Because in the one with the blackout, it was all about the cat sort of jumping around (laughs) stuff. The next one was about underdog. And now here we've got a monkey. Now we've got a monkey. It's like a veritable zoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you you say that, Marcel. I just um can take it or leave it. And it's sort of he says a few funny things about. Uh, oh well, he says this actually good line. They said, "Why didn't if you're a bit lonely? Why didn't you just get a roommate?" He goes, "Well, I think you get to a certain age where mm. having a roommate is just a bit pathetic." Looks at them and they're all yeah. their roommates. Are like, Pathet, which is Sanskrit for a really cool way to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. funny. But some of the other stuff about you know Marcel and like not wanting to hang out with him and all this kind of stuff. Although a bit weird. I do very much enjoy when Chandler says, if you're going to work late, I can, you know, nip in and have a look at him and see if yeah. he's all right. Oh, yeah. And he's saying. like, but, yeah, you know, yeah. don't make it seem like you've gone there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, but if he asks me, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's yeah. Good. So we get to this party. Yeah. And um, you've got this sort of succession of people arriving. So Joey's date arrives, which is his colleague from work, who's this super hot uh, elf fellow elf mm-hmm. and she unfortunately has brought two children with yeah. her which is very questionable yeah she's basically kind of coming on to joey and her kids are watching she's like that's the dirtiest thing i've ever yeah. heard and it's like hi kids yeah then ross turns up with marcel uh, in tow and monica's a bit exasperated at that and they have a chat about that and then the door goes again and it opens to reveal rachel <laughs> looking like she's been dragged through a bush backwards oh she looks bad who's in a right state However, she then holds court yeah, in the room yeah, yeah. with the best telling yeah. of a story since, isn't that just kick you in the crotch, spit on your neck, fantastic? Yeah. Whatever it is, I've said that No, no, you end. said it right. It's Did just, I? that happens later. It does. So I guess since right. then, well, it's yeah. quite makes sense, but yeah. But it's, it's a good one. It's so, so good. What do you like about it so much? I like that it's got some funny lines in it anyway, so like this blonde planet with a pocketbook and that she blows the whistle and she's like and three more cabs turn up so it's like it's meant to be a panic whistle and it's attracting attracting. so it's got funny lines built into it but she i feel like for for her she takes her time with it she enjoys Mm. every she Mm. like breaks that Mm. passage down Mm. and every little sentence gets a treatment like the way she says it the time she takes the comedy timing the the variation of from the anger of blonde pack blonde, blonde planet with a pocketbook to the cut my lip on my whistle you know weak little girl it's ah, oh, just love it do you think it's jennifer aniston being clever as an actress or do you think that it is 
a representation of Rachel as a princess growing up. She holds court and she... I think that whole piece was written... Because you notice also when she en- when she comes in, the music goes off. Yes. So you've got the music in the background yeah. and then... And obviously that wouldn't really happen. Yeah. So they do that to bring attention to yeah. what's about to happen. I don't know. I mean, it's, I don't know. It's probably a bit of it that, yeah, Rachel's used to being listened to. Yeah. But I can't help but think they... That's just a... Re- she just made a meal of that and they must have been like, we've got to make sure this is... Yeah. Because it's rich. She hardly does anything in this episode, really, does she? It's just... Uh, that is her. Yeah, no, she's very just a... She introduced Phoebe yep. singing and she just sort of adds comments of, oh, Paolo's flights, yep. whatever. But yeah, then yeah, you yeah. get this lovely chunk in the middle. Yeah, yeah, where Jennifer Aniston yeah. shines, as she often does. And we've missed... There's one person who brings a date to this party. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yes, 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 yes. And there are so many good things. <laughs> so many good things. Where should we start? Audience goes crazy for Janice. Yeah. It's Janice, quite by the way. Quite rightly so. Um, is this the second time we've seen yeah. her? Uh, so I think we said the first time we saw her, we yeah. thought, wow, the audience going nuts for her. And this probably means yeah. that they're going to bring her back. And she comes back and they are lapping her up. And the friends are shocked that yeah. Janice is oh, yeah, being invited. Because yeah. Chan- you know, Chandler's like, all oh, right, I've already invited. Yeah. Chandler, by the way, wearing the worst woolen waistcoat Ooh, in the history of Is it stripey? No, it's like, oh. it's like a weird... Like maroon, oh, it's just, it's just awful. Bad. It's that the sort of thing your nan knit that you feel obliged to wear when she's there, <laughs> but you then burn it. Is he wearing this to the party? No, it's when they're having uh, this conversation oh, where he's right. like, "Oh yeah," and um, Monica says, "But that was the worst." He says, "You know, well, you know, I yeah, couldn't yeah. take the pressure and yeah, I snapped." Yeah, yeah. And Monica goes, "But Janice, that was the worst breakup in history." And he goes, "I'm nutting. It was a good idea. I'm saying I snapped." <laughs> That he knows is, it's not a good idea yeah, and she's that. kissing him and she's all over him and she's like I'm going to frame this photo and he has to break up with her all over again I mean that bit the fact that Ross is taking pictures mm. that's it's just just adds to it doesn't it that like you can yeah. see what yeah. she's getting so excited yeah. he's thinking oh, and he's like kill me kill me now iconic line yeah I use it all the time I also loved that of course later on when Janice is in another one of these, she talks about how she's been through all her pictures and cut out his head. Oh. And I'm thinking, these are oh, the pictures! These are the pictures, <laughs> yeah! And it's great, because when he's like, you can see what he's building up to. He's like, hey, Janice, you know. And she's going, oh no, oh no. And you're getting this flash, flash of these moments <laughs> where you think when you look back at those, yeah. <laughs> you can just tell what's going the on. The real storyboard of yeah. uh, decline. That is absolutely great. And she says my favourite joke of the episode. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Now you'll listen to me, Chella Bing. One of these times is going to be your last chance with me. <laughs> <laughs> Which is also, I think, you're in your 20s, you're single, you're like, you know, there's this guy that you sort of, keep finding yourself ending up going out on dates with or whatever he treats you like crap but you're not writing it off 100% yeah, 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 I just yeah. think <laughs> one of these times is going to be your last Tree has the courage of conviction there to really uh, yeah, yeah, yeah that that's a message to him as well very very good so that's my favourite joke so that is, that's the party we perhaps haven't talked about one of the bits um, that I think we talked a bit about Phoebe and we talked about David. There's a particular couple of moments at this party that are, I think, really, really good. Oh. 
one of them is when Max refers to Phoebe as Yoko. <gasps> That's my second favourite joke. Is it? Yeah. And uh, there are two bits about that. So one is, it's a very... It's never explained, no. that joke. No. And so the explanation is... That... Uh, so Phoebe is, has said to David, don't go to Minsk. And so David's not going and Max is annoyed with him because it's an amazing opportunity career-wise. Uh, and he just comes up at the party and he's like, David, Yoko. And in saying Yoko, it's uh, reflecting how Yoko Ono broke up the Beatles. And also I think what's quite funny, the subtext being that these two scientist geeks, they're like the the science equivalent of the Beatles. I oh. think that's quite funny as well. It's like they are oh, Lennon yeah, and McCartney. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so I like the in-joke of that. But the little subtle thing I like there is that David is feeding Phoebe popcorn. Right, yeah. And it, they go one, yeah. two, two, and then the third, he pauses because Max comes over. Yeah. And when David is kind of contemplating the fact that Max says, I'm going to Minsk anyway without yeah. you, Phoebe goes to eat the popcorn and David pops it in his own mouth. Yeah. And in that second, we know... He's changed. David has changed his, his mind. mind. And I think that is a great piece of directing there, yeah. isn't it? It's like, what other cues can we use to, yeah. to change the... Instead of giving Phoebe what she wants, he's gone selfish and yes, taken what he exactly. wants instead. And then she realises. And it, and what yeah, follows stop him. is that brilliant conversation mm. when she takes him into the bedroom to say, look, you know, you're going. Yeah. And it goes from genuinely really funny where she sort of has the conversation with herself. Mm. And you say, I say, your work, your yeah. work, yeah, yeah, that whole yeah. thing. To... I love that bit where she says, you put your arms around me and you say... Put your arms around me. Mm. <laughs> it's almost midnight mm. and you don't love mind. me, you'll never forget me and you don't want to start... And he goes, I'll, I'll never, never forget, forget you. you. And he doesn't. No. And she goes, you don't want to start this year if you can't, if you can't finish it. Oh. oh. It's so, so sweet. And it's also establishing because a few... when. Chandler breaks up with Janice the first time. Phoebe's like, I'm great at breaking up with people. She's oh, really good at it. Yes. And here she is breaking up her own relationship, Expert but in a very, very good way. Breaking up. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, lovely. Super sweet. Interesting how he's, she's saying, I love you, I'll never forget you. And he goes, I never forget you. They're using the love word pretty early on. Have they known each other about a week? Yeah, but that's the thing, isn't it? It's like she's like, I've never met anyone they like him before. They fell so hard. Yeah. Oh, she does that wonderful joke as well about him, about. Um, she's like, I've met this guy, blah, blah, blah. And she says, have you ever seen an officer and a gentleman? <laughs> and they go, yeah, yeah. Thinking, you know, he's like some Richard Gere. And she's like, he's a lot like the guy I went to see that with. Yeah, that's great. That is hilarious. That, that is, is a really funny joke. Absolutely great. Funny, funny joke. A couple of other things. Mm. Chandler, you, we, we cut to Chandler at one point and he's finishing a story to a woman who looks very unimpressed where he says, and then... The peacock bit me. Yeah. What is that referring to? Um, I don't know. In the one with the blackout, mm. Phoebe's moaning that she's always the last to hear everything. Oh. And she says, I was the last to hear when that peacock bit Chandler at the zoo. Oh, that's so clever. And I think that's the only, I think oh that's God, the only I love time stuff like that. It's funny because I heard, I heard him talk about the peacock biting him and I thought to myself, that's a funny line just to shove in yeah. there. And then I thought, someone mentioned a peacock in one, in one of oh, the other ones. And I and went back. that's what it is. And that's where it is. One random thing about something Chandler says, which I didn't know about at the time, is he goes, he goes, I'm so fed up in New Year, it's just a Dick Clark holiday. Yes. And I thought that was some kind of swear word. Oh, right. <laughs> like, that's like a dick-like holiday. Like, it's, it's a, a dick, dick move. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, what a dick move. Yeah. Uh, dick Clark, obviously, is the host of the New Year celebrations. Of course. I, uh, took me a while to work that out. Uh, do you want some childish, a childish thing that I noticed? 
Yeah. The episode's directed by someone called Peter Boners. I saw that. B O N E R Z. And I actually had to rewind it because I was like, maybe it was like Peter Bonet, like something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's Boners. How do you think he pronounces that? To I think not in make my in like my Boners. hometown of the West Country, I Boners think to say it is Peter Boners. Here, <laughs> Peter Boners. You directed. It's great. That is yeah. childish. You're right. Do you have <laughs> any friends, Jolens? I don't really. I have one small one, which is, I don't know in this day and age you allow monkeys to live with you at home. <laughs> Why is that funny? That's just funny because it never occurred to me. <laughs> like animal rights type stuff. I'm not sure people are allowed monkeys in. That is funny. Uh, yeah, I don't think they are. No. Well, he's not anyway. That's funny, funny, Because it? it's illegal, isn't it? Because he says don't call animal control later oh. on. He's not supposed to have it. Oh, all right then. Yeah, yeah so there you go. even then, not even friends. Not right. I've What's got, yours? I've got one. All right. Well, a little one is, again, we've mentioned this with Chandler's office, but the shit IT equipment. Those laptops. Oh. That they've got in the... On, in, the, on, um, in the science. In the lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Those really things. Funny. Like, he does have to move that off because if he'd yeah. swept that off, yeah. he would have caused some kind of earthquake. It's so heavy. But the other one, mm. which uh, I think I'm right in saying, is David says, when he's explaining to Phoebe before she says, I've got a question, mm-hmm. are you going to kiss me ever? Mm-hmm. He says, you know, unfortunately today's particle accelerators are not powerful enough to do that. Mm. Now they are. That is what CERN is. That is what the Hadron Collider is. It's a particle accelerator that can recreate the conditions to find the Higgs boson uh, particle. Um, So so I don't know where to start with this. Number one, how the hell do you know that? You looked it up. No, I knew that. Number two, how do you not know what the Hadron Collider is? Mm. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that. I know Dick Clark is now a yeah. New Year's person. Yeah. Adele, I'm so impressed yeah. that you would know that. That's an amazing. That's like my favorite ever friends through a lens. It's not. It is. That's like literal. That's literally science has evolved yeah. in 25 yeah. years. So they couldn't. They didn't. They had to build CERN, this thing under like Switzerland and France, wherever it is. That's like obviously enormous to create the conditions in which you can um, collide particles together i'm so um, impressed yeah there you go that so is really my impressive my my just as cultural reference is wow monica's dress the silver one yeah you like it i mean i just think she looks unbelievable yeah, in that no. dress like yeah. who the hell can wear a dress like yeah, that well, it, it is shiny it is tight it's spaghetti strings it's spaghetti it's braless it's braless and it's flawless nice <laughs> Oh, you're happy oh my with that. God. Yeah, there you go. I might not know about your colliders <laughs> and your bloody hip heart and vocal bar. <laughs> What's it? The Higgs boson. Higgs, Higgs bar. Yeah. Um, now, I've got a question for you. Hmm. I saw something tweeted recently where it was the, um, where Joey kisses Chandler at the end. Yes. And there was no laughter on it. Here, when they do it, it gets a huge yeah. laugh. What's going on? It's not canned. It's not fake laughter is it they did do it in front of a live audience what, what was the clip that you saw i can't remember now why, why i got tweeted which i really wish i could but for some reason somebody tweeted it might have been like a blooper or something like that and he it might have been a take before the final one or something but he it's the same thing where he kisses chandler and it's completely silent there's no laughter maybe they had to redo something for some reason do you think because this was a same-sex kiss they had to run it through some departments of stuff so they had to film a couple of different oh my versions me. to I make sure you know there was no tongue I'm or anything that like that yeah i'm gonna look that up and probably see. not that might be a bit of a friends with lens because i 
think at the time there was a yeah. bit of a uh, bit of like that they kissed. It's such a not. It's such a it's such an aggressive thing. Kiss. kiss though, as well. Yeah. It's not in, it's central it. in any way. The the only other thing about this um, New Year's Eve thing, yeah, which I just found quite funny personally, is that I find this happens in life, like big occasions. They do, they never work out how you oh, want. You know, it's like yeah. New Year's Eve party. It's going to be yeah. great. And then they all uh, they all go a bit wrong. They do look miserable at the end where the six of them are standing there and they've all had a terrible night. Well, talking of miserable. Yeah. Fun Bobby. Oh, yeah. It's the first time we've seen Fun Bobby, right? Yes. Which I got confused because he, he's obviously in another yes, one. yeah. The bit where oh, God. Chandler clarifies, what, your ex-boyfriend Fun Bobby? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Joey, Joey goes, goes, how many Fun Bobbies do you know? And Chandler goes, I happen to know a Fun Bob. <laughs> I would. I'm very, very sad that we never met Fun Bob, even though we stuck with Chandler for the next ten years. Where is he? Oh goodness! Bring him back for the reunion. (laughs) So, um, Chandler's very funny again, but Phoebe is our favourite best friend for you. Best friend is Phoebe. My best friend is Phoebe. Your best joke is one of these times. Chandler being is going to be your last. My best joke is something I haven't actually mentioned, which is um, when Joey walks in dressed as an elf. And Chandler, <laughs> kind of his head implodes and he just goes, too many jokes, must mock Joey. I thought that was funnier than him trying to make any kind of joke yeah, was uh, the fact that it was just too many. And it's lovely that Joey plays, he's like, ah, ah. Yeah, 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 jingling, yeah, jingling things. That is very, very, very good. Right, so that was the one with the monkey. Yeah. We go from animals to relatives because next time we're talking about the mm. one with Mrs. Bing. Lovely. Yes, indeed. So please do subscribe if you like, wherever it is that you listen to our podcast. And if you'd like to tweet us uh, or join a conversation on Twitter, it's at Friends from A to Z. And we would love you to join us next time um, for some more Friends chat with. Zoe, Adele, and Mrs. Bing. (laughs) That's our podcast. Thanks for listening to the end. Friends, from A to Z, we hope that you come back again. You've got a confession. You share our obsession, too. We'll be there for you.